Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you going today, Padre? Well, thank you, Stina. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. That's the way. <laughs> in recovery mode. In at the recovery moment. mode. You've been unwell? I have. I have. Uh, We're almost awake now, so I'm kind of almost there. Almost there. Yeah, I'm right. About just a common cold. Yeah, sure, sure. But they stick yeah. around, don't I know, they? Right? they? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you've you know been in COVID lockdowns for the previous year and you didn't get anything. So exactly. now it's like wham. Yep. Yep. The immune system's like, oh, we're out and we're doing things, yeah. and now. I have to defend you against yeah. threats? Ah. What are these foreign objects? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, it's It's been um, last couple of weeks as exams mm. for the, the students. So that's the seminarians. That's been um, that's been my life. In fact, um, just today I, I had an exam with uh, the first year, not the first years, sorry, the fifth, sixth and seventh years. <laughs> a bit of a difference. I, I, get, I get confused <laughs> between them. I don't know why. Uh, so um, so I took them for a Christology exam and they were, um, they all did very well. Yeah. Mm. That's good to hear. So, so they're all passing then? <laughs> yes, yes. Better than Woo-hoo. passing actually. They're all doing oh, very hey. well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good job to those students. Well done. Mm. So today is a bit, got an interesting topic. Mm. I think we always have interesting topics actually, but this is, <laughs> this is, this is an interesting topic as well as the other ones that we've looked at. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was part of a page on Facebook and I, I, I saw a, a discussion question come up about priests and their friendship circles and it kind of blew up. It kind of like it, it sort of became a really big deal. People were arguing backwards and forwards about whether or not priests should have friends, which was interesting. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, there were people who felt uncomfortable about the conversation and leapt to the priest's defence and then other people who felt that the defence was untenable and so leapt towards attacking that defence. And it was it was really rather... Um, it was incredible to watch. It was it was like an episode of Days of Our Lives or something. It was <laughs> There were twists and turns everywhere. But but some of them really did bring up some interesting points that I think are worthwhile talking about, mm. and um, and so we, we were really interested in it and thought we'd open up a conversation about the difficulties of friendship when you're expected to have a pastoral relationship with people. Yeah, yeah. Let's well, let's start with a, a simple question, shall we, Padre? <laughs> sure. Is it um, necessary, and do priests and pastors need friends? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. All right, we so really, let's just really be do. Sure, we're on the same page on that one. Yes, yes, we 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 need friends. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean the same level of friendship, does it? Like with everyone? Uh, no, no. So the friendship that I have, it's it's the friendship that I have with my brother priests. There are some brother priests who are in their family, 
right? So even if you don't like them all that much or even if you don't know them that well, they're family, mm. you know? So, uh, But there's there's certain priests within the group of priests in the, in, in the diocese that you may be closer to than others, you know? And, and so there are others that you'd sort of count as being those cousins that you don't see for a long, long time. And then there are those who are like the brothers in the family who you you, you love but fight with frequently. And, you know, so yeah. so it's it's within the context of the, the priesthood, it's more of a familial mm. uh, and friend relationship, you know. But also we we, we, we need lay friends too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and uh, it's, it's finding that balance then of pastoral relationship and friendship and, and whether those two things are actually able to coexist. Mm. Uh, I think that's the, the, uh, the key question at, at hand. So uh, do, we, do we need friends? Yes, but it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, you for, yeah. like like do, do you know what I mean like yeah. like it, it it's reaching out to priests is great that's awesome and, and, and wanting to be to be friendly that's awesome but the fact that priests need friends does not mean that you know a, a lay person needs to fulfill that role yes you know it's it's exactly um, yeah. exactly and I think that's yeah. so important as a lay person to understand that it's not our job to determine what you guys need and then to supply for that need. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's not our role. Exactly. Um, however, I think it's fair enough to say that we do have a part to play in building up a better pastoral relationship. Definitely. Like we do have a role to play there. Definitely, definitely. And in that sense, we can certainly do certain things that would make that relationship more meaningful than a Sunday encounter. Right, right. So, you know, doing things like welcoming your, your local priest or your um, church pastor to, to your home to visit your family, to yeah. have a meal with them and or even not just and, and not to not to just put an invitation out when there's a big celebration or when there's a great sadness and you're in need of their support, but yeah. to just, you know, invite them in on an everyday basis. You know, yeah. we're yeah. just hanging back and we're chilling out and you're welcome in this space. For sure. Right? That can help build a more meaningful relationship that doesn't necessarily need to be friendship. Yeah. But it's a much more meaningful, meaningful yeah. relationship to have. Yeah, and, and that 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 makes a lot of sense. And it's it's sort of like as I said earlier, it is possible for for a priest to have lay friends. Mm. Uh, I mean, hello. <laughs> yeah, you, you and I. Yeah, you yeah. and I are a good example of yeah, that, yeah. right? So, so it is possible for a priest to have to have lay friends. At the same time, there have to be boundaries that sit around that as we've discussed in in earlier podcasts and i think one of those boundaries is that if you have a friendship with a lay person you don't have an active pastoral relationship with them there may be some kind of emergency circumstance in which in which a pastoral ministry might be might be required uh, like in covid lockdowns or something like that you know Uh, but outside of that a pastoral relationship does not exist And there's a a document which we priests are are sort of um, force-fed through our training, (laughs) and uh, it's 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 with good reason. You know, it's Mm. it's it's not a it's not a bad document. It's a good document. It's it's very very helpful. But it's 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 you know, it's about as exciting as watching grass grow. Uh, But uh, but it's it's it is important though. Mm. You know, and it's 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 a document called Integrity in Ministry, and uh, and the document outlines the professional conduct of priests. And it, it states that 
that friends should not enter into pastoral relationships um, because there's there's a chance that the friendship will bias the manner in which the priest exercises his pastoral relationship um, and also because it has the capacity to kind of bring the friendship to an abrupt end particularly if you've got to if you've got to offer some correction on a very sensitive matter mm. um, it, it can also make it difficult to minister when you know say if you're a friend who's confiding in a in a priest who is also a friend you, you know, you're looking at that moment for the reaction of a pastor but you may get the reaction of a friend yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like like it may not be an objective reaction mm. uh, that will be really helpful to you in that mm. time you know so so it's it's I think it's unhelpful to to in the ordinary course of events to maintain both a friendship and a pastoral relationship side by side. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's helpful to have those two things separated. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, and I guess at this point too, just reminding our listeners that when we when we talk about friendship, we're not talking about the loose term of friendship that you know where anyone that you meet becomes your friend. No, no, right? good we're point. talking about very intentional friendships here. So. Mm. We may very well have people who are listening who are thinking, well, actually, we have a family friend who happens to be a priest. Like, yep, okay, so that might be a kind of friendship that that particular priest has with this family and, you know, it's a friendly relationship. But is it really a close friendship? Right, Because right. that's really what we're talking about here, yeah. aren't we, in saying yeah. that maintaining a close friendship where it's a two-way street. Yeah, exactly. Um is difficult when you also have a pastoral relationship. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. If possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So yeah, it's 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 definitely I think worthwhile keeping those two things separate. I think another thing to also take into consideration is the individuality of every person as well. I mean, we do need to respect the fact that every person has their own needs. And as I said before, you know, it's not fair for a lay person to jump in and, and try and figure out what that need is and then to try and supply for that. But also just being mindful that just because we may not see who the friends are of our pastor or our priest, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't exist. Right, right. <laughs> um, so it might just simply be getting to know that person a bit better to see if, you know, if there is anything more that you could do to build your pastoral relationship to assist without clouding and entering into a space of, of friendship. Right. But even if even if that person is starved of friendship as such, in the sense that we don't see as many people around them, that doesn't again necessarily mean that what they need is to be surrounded by lots and lots of people. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how how a how a priest or a pastor chooses to spend their time off is is entirely up to them. Right. Right. That's that's yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not dictate. I don't want to dictate how you spend your time off. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. Yes. That's yeah. that's a bit odd. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, no definitely Appreciate that sentiment. <laughs> yeah, well, appreciating and respecting that individuality of yeah. that person and what yeah. they what they need in that time for sure. Um, but then also at the same time, not being shy of building up that community as well. So just respecting that there are two different relationships going on here. That one mm. is one we're talking about friendship, but we're also talking about building up a pastoral relationship as well. Yeah. So yeah. just 
trying to keeping trying to keep those things separate, like you said before, but um, but also making them meaningful. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, just reaching out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Reaching out to people, um, just inviting them into your space, um, and not just you know as a once off, but mm. not just on special mm. occasions. But yeah, that's you know. that's right. Uh, by the way, um, we priests priests take any opportunity to have dinner with their people. <laughs> I I remember as a seminarian, we were at the, we, it was myself and the now Father Rafter, and we were both still seminarians and we were the only two seminarians still at the seminary for some reason. I forget why. And um, the rest had gone out on some placement somewhere. And for some reason we were (laughs) the only two left. Um, And Father Armstrong, who was the vice rector back then, was saying mass. And after mass was over, Father Armstrong from the chair goes, well, we three are on our own here. And uh, you know we we've got nobody to cook for us. Oh, so, stop it! So, no. so so if there's anybody who'd like to to, to give us an invitation, <laughs> that would be much appreciated. In the name oh. of in the name of sustaining your clergy. <laughs> and just, and both both oh. father after and I looked at him. And we're just like you are shameless. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you are totally shameless. And you can say that because of the relationship that you guys have. With that's that's right. That's right. But uh, oh. the uh, the 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 but the people of God were just they 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 saw the joke in it. They saw the funny in it. And they were like, you know what, father. Come to our place. We won't let you starve today. Tomorrow we don't know about, but today we won't let you starve. So yeah, yeah. Right. So the moral of the story is: don't let your priest starve. Don't let your priest starve. But <laughs> honestly, for a meal. if you want to invite us out for a meal anytime, it, you know, I'm sure your pastor, your priest, would love to 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 come out and spend that time and get to know you and and deepen that pastoral relationship because uh, that matters. That really, really matters. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to truth, beauty, and goodness. Yeah, it does. Um, mine for the week is gratitude posts. I've been putting up a few every day for the last, don't know how, oh, about two weeks now, I think, roughly, roughly two weeks. And it's just surprising how many people have reached out mm. since I've started doing that and have been uplifted by that. And yeah. Um, and encouraged by that and motivated and inspired and that kind of thing, which just took me by surprise. Every time this happens, it takes me by surprise. <laughs> but it, it did. It took me by surprise. And I guess two things that I realised, one was there is a lot of negativity in the world of social media out there. So something as simple as putting up a gratitude post every day has a, a powerful impact. For sure. Um, and the other is just being more positive, the, the kind – the kind of impact that that actually has on on other people. And you don't know what somebody else is going through. So just being mm. able to look at the positive in every day and being able to recognise it and share it with someone yeah. Yeah. is also special. So Absolutely. that's mine for the week. Beautiful. How about you, Padre? Mine is a um, – uh, so we're doing preparations for next semester at the seminary and um, – those preparations are, are, you know, sort of class preps and that sort of thing, and and one of the 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 people that I'm I'm 
I'm reading for that preparation is a guy named Romano Gardini. And uh, he was a priest, and um, despite his name, which sounds awfully Italian, uh, he was a German. Uh, oh, he's a German theologian. Yeah, yeah. I did assume he was Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, well, I forget exactly how it works. I think his dad's Italian and mum might have been German, or they were both Italian and they moved out to Germany. I'm not sure exactly. Oh, so there is an Italian descent. So there, there is an Italian descent there, but yeah. it's but it's um, uh, they were in Germany yeah, yeah. for most of his life. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he, he has the most sort of some of the most profound – uh, reflections of of you know man and 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 why Jesus matters in his life and reading some of those uh, has just it's it's sort of brought back to me some of the the most fundamental and important truths of the Christian life in in particular uh, that sometimes all that we can do in any given situation where we don't fully understand why we might be going through some difficulty or, you know, why certain bad things might be happening or, you know, sometimes all that we can do is to stop, listen, adore and obey. Mm. Well, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, hmm. Well, there's right. another episode for you guys. We hope that there was something in there that was of use or interesting. Mm. If you have any thoughts, comments or questions, as always, send it through to us. Jump over to our Facebook group, Living Fullness, on the Virtue Ministry page. Or you can also find us on Instagram, Living Fullness. Or, as always, if you know us, you can come and talk to us in person also. But until next time, know of our love and prayers. God bless. God bless.